Hey guys, it's Michael here from Mind Performance Health and welcome to the Mind Performance Health podcast. We're going to talk all things to do with health, fitness, performance, muscle growth, fat loss. That's what we do here. And I'm grateful that you're actually tuning in. I'm joined here today by Dana and Bailey. And we're going to cover some pretty cool topics from what I've gathered. Dana's got a crumpled up piece of paper here. She's the boss. She's got the uh, topics that we're going to be covered. So we'll see how it goes. I'm excited. I'm excited too. This one's this a pretty cool one. This is a good one. Yeah. Well, let's let's dive into it. What, uh, what's the topic today, Dana? Well, we're basically going to discuss what is your why. So why are you doing what you're doing today? Um, and pretty much how you got here and how you started. Cool. I like it. I like it because I think that's changed personally uh, over time myself. Don't know about you guys, but my why has definitely changed over time. Uh, but I'm going to give some insights to that. So pretty much from the start to now, what's, what's, what's the why? And in terms of why, why we do what we do, why I do what yeah. I do, and, and from there. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, let's have a look. Let's go back to Little Mick. Way back. Dinosaurs, I had longer hair, a <laughs> little bit of pimples, a lot skinnier, lanky. Um, but shredded. I was lean. I was, <laughs> I was lean. Not big enough, but lean. <laughs> but yeah, look, I grew up, I've got two younger brothers. Uh, my dad played rugby league, so he was always into training sports. And I suppose I was influenced off him. Plus, as the usual, you kind of see like Arnold Schwarzenegger on the TV and whatnot. Um, so I was influenced by that kind of culture as well. And so I played a lot of sports. I played soccer, basketball, cricket, played all that kind of stuff, rugby league. And then I stepped foot into the gym around 13, 13 years old, uh, just at a local gym uh, owned by a, a uh, just a family. And like a lot of, I suppose, ladies and men, I was hit by the bug pretty quick. Mm. Like you could see you and you're like, yeah, you're skinny. Yeah. And then yeah. you go one day and you're like, oh, in the mirror, you're like, oh, <laughs> I'm gaze. jacked. And like nothing's yeah. really changed a day, but you feel more jacked. So, <laughs> yeah. And had no idea. Like I had no idea what I was doing. So I'd just go like six, seven days a week, train weights, be sore, didn't know what I was doing with nutrition. But like you said, Bailey, newbie gains started mm. to see results. And so I was hit by the bug pretty early. And just not even that, I, I noticed what it did confidence-wise for myself personally. Yeah. And, yeah, body and all that as well. But um, started to grow some confidence and really fell in love with learning ways to grow muscle. That was my goal while I was younger. So I went through that process. I did other sports in between, boxing, kickboxing and all that kind of stuff. But it was always training, always training, always working out and learning different ways. And I really enjoyed the, the community. You'd have friends there you can push yeah. with and yeah. spotters, yeah. you know. So myself personally, I just really enjoyed that environment, that culture, and the changes that were associated with it. Mm. And it just became part of my identity. Now, like I said, it started off with myself just doing it for confidence, um, self-image, and I just noticed how it did influence my life in a positive way. And then I just noticed a lot of people and friends were reaching out to train with me. They want to, from different schools, from everywhere, they just were like, hey, I want to come train with you. And then they would get results when they were training with me because we'd push pretty damn hard, yeah. right? And then I don't, like, maybe in a way before I even started coaching, that was like the introduction of me helping and coaching others, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Because um, they'd come, that spot, we'd push really, really hard, and the intensity was high for where we were at. Everyone's got different levels. And then, you know, I, um, what made me get into coaching 
I, I was in a trade business. I was doing like I was working the commercial uh, commissioning, air conditioning, all that kind of stuff. And I had, I didn't like the culture. I didn't like the um, the environment there. And I was always training. I was always into it. And then one day, I'll never forget it. <laughs> I love this. I know. Yeah, this yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was working. I, I was working at Brangaroo in the city, and I was downstairs in a car park, and I was with a, a friend of mine, shout out to ETH, and there were two tradies in front of us, and they bent over, and I could see their bum cracks. <laughs> bum is crack. Right? And then I was like, I can't do this no more. <laughs> that was a turning point. No joke. That was, that was no a turning point. point. Yeah, so then I went all in on... Uh, what you see today with my performance health seven, eight years ago. I, I went on the pursuit of, and I, to be honest, I saw a gap. I saw a gap with personal trainers. I didn't think they were professional. Yeah. I didn't think they delivered on results and their promises. And um, I just saw a massive gap in that market. So I went all in, put all my money, time, effort into studying, upskilling. What helped was that I was leading by example, I think. Competitions, fighting, boxing, performance, all that kind of stuff helped, and especially that I valued it. I think that's one thing personal trainers, some of them don't value their own, you know, um, progression with their health and fitness personally. So that helped. But I just went all in. So I was fortunate enough to have a really good network where I could learn from, um, not just you know training, but everything from psychology to to nutrition, functional medicine, and had a really good network throughout the world of some of the top top in their field mm-hmm. to, that dealt with athletes that were functional medicine practitioners, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, I just invested my time and resources into that. Grew up client base, and just my focus was just delivering the best service and best results I could could for that client. Yep. And that's just how we've grown over time. It's that simple, right? So learning new ways, systems, uh, adapting it for our clientele. And then, yeah, that's led into where we're today. So we opened up here um, 2020 during COVID. We, we went into here and the world was going crazy. And, you know, we've been pushing ever since and growing ever since. And it's the same kind of mission. Now, my why, like I said, changed. I saw a gap and then went hard and, and burnt the boats, mm-hmm. like burnt the boats to go hard um, with this business. But now it's changed. I've got a family. I've got my kids, yeah. you know, so it's changed more instead of me personally. Um, it's more so, you know, with my wife and kids, more so more so I can be the best okay. for them. Yeah. So I think it cha- has changed over time, my why, um, but the mission is still the same with what we do at MPH. You know, we want to yeah. deliver on our promises, try the best we can um, to help our clients and help our team. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much a, a run-through of myself, Dana. And yeah. But with your training as well, Yes. you started, obviously, weight training at quite a young age. Yes. Um, and then from there, where did you kind of go? Well, what did you go into? What, what else? So training, so training at a young age... Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you mean by go into? Well, I know that you did some fighting as well. Yes. Um, like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I started gym, um, like weights, bodybuilding, I would say. And then, yeah, a few years later, went into boxing and kickboxing and, and fought in K1. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be honest, I, I actually loved that, like, just as much as what mm-hmm. 
bodybuilding was doing. So I would put on a lot of weight bodybuilding, cut a lot of weight, 20 kilos to fight because <laughs> you have to weigh in and fight. Uh, but what I really liked about that, and it helps me with who I am today, identity-wise, is the dedication and sticking to a goal. And it's all on you, to be honest, like in that world. Like once you go in the ring... Yeah. You know, it's you and you. It's it's you. Yeah, a lot of it comes down to yourself and what your preparations like. Mm. Um, so it taught a lot about dedication and all that as well. Um, fighting was just a part of it. It's the, more so the dedication that I enjoyed and the skill development. Um, so yeah, I did that for for a fair few years, and then yeah, ran into some roadblocks with that, with gyms getting blown up and whatnot, and. Just a bit of messy stuff. And look, at the end of the day, I could have continued. It's all on me. I could have just found different places. But, um, yeah, I just went all in on what we see today with MPH, yeah. you know, uh, with it as well. So, yeah, does that answer your question? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Any other questions? What's your next physique comp? Oh, oh physique comps, yeah. One? Yeah, so physique comps I've been doing for a little while now. And why do you do physique comps? Good question, That's yeah. right? Good so question. when I first started personal training... Even before I had my certificate to legally do it, whatever you want to call it, um, I had physique competitors, right? They were like my first clients. <laughs> okay, so. Ever? Yeah. Yeah, really? Some of them, yeah. Some of them, yeah. yeah. So my first kind of. Because I had the athletic background yeah, and that, so yeah. I had a bit of a network. And yeah, they were some of my first clients. So I've been helping physique competitors since the start, even before I could. Like I said, legally have a certificate to, <laughs> yeah. to say I can help. Um, so, and the context to that as well, like why I do physique comps, I actually was never, ever interested in competing. Oh, really? yeah, wow. Never was. Really? Never was interested in actually getting on stage, no. Mm. Uh, but the reason I did it was to help my clients the best I could. Mm. So I, I truly believe that, that, yeah, you can study all you want, yeah. But at the end of the day, if you don't go through that experience yourself, it's not that you can't help, but something's lacking. Yes. You know, I can empathize with it, the process, but I also can give authority with it a lot more. Yeah. And it helps me base my decisions a lot better as well. Yeah. So I, I actually went through many years competing myself, men's physique, um, without, which is, which is, I think it's a disadvantage to me as well in, in the competition world if I don't. I was doing it to help my clients, not as much for myself, even though I love the dedication yeah. side and that. It was yeah. mainly so I learned the lessons to help my clients yeah. until I went into IFBB and then I just enjoyed that culture. And I think it's important to find the right federation with the right culture, I would say, yeah. that, that you are fitted to. Mm. And, yeah, I enjoyed my time a lot more with IFBB than I did with some of the other federations just due to that. There's no yeah. issue with the federations, just yeah. due to... Um, I just felt like more of a fit with me personally. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so I did that just to, to learn. And then the last one, yeah, I still did it to learn, to be honest. Um, mm. Always, always do it to learn. But it felt a little bit more for me as well. Mm. Um, all of this has been for me, but for me personally, with a bit of personal mission behind it as well. And next one, look, to be honest, not on the horizon. I've, wow. I've, last preps were big year and a half, two years, they were big preps. They were big preps. And I've done it a few times now, even before that, but no, not one on the horizon for now. Don't tell me you're retiring. I, I don't know. I'm oh, not going to say never. Not gonna... <laughs> I'm not going to say never, but 
see what happens. It's not on the horizon. But my focus with training now, more longevity, health yep. kind yeah. of style, right? And you yeah. guys know, you guys are competitors. You know the demands yep. of yes. the sport. Yeah. And of course, your values now change. Values, yeah. Look, and I will always train as part of my identity. Yeah. I always yeah. push high training where I can and, and do what I can. Uh, with that because I enjoy it and it's even when I'm not motivated I do it mm. it's like brushing my teeth not always motivated but we do it <laughs> but yeah no no comps on the horizon for now um, but we'll see ne- never say never yeah, right. never yeah. say never so what are your I guess what's your focus now at the moment if there's no comp uh, yeah good question my focus now so uh, look training health wise I, I train four or five days a week non-negotiable right non-negotiable so i have my routine with that uh personally with my health and fitness nutrition um, i'm always trialing things as you know with different methods and whatnot at the moment so i'm trialing things with intermittent fasting fasting at the moment on myself so i can have buy-in with my clients and and to help you guys as well skill-wise um so i'm always looking at things with that with my health nutrition habits whatnot and then focus wise is is here clients team um, like growing this, doing the best we can, coming up with ways because you only have so much energy units you can focus with, yeah. right? Yeah. So, yeah, that's where my focus is at the moment. Um, but, yeah, still personally, my health and fitness is always a big priority. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And my family, obviously, too. Yeah. Um, that's a big focus of mine as well and value. Yeah. 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 Of course. Yeah. Um, do you have any questions, Bailey? No, pretty good. Cool. Cool. Got my whole life story. Yeah. (laughs) Very nice. (laughs) I guess now we'll move on to... Transition to Big big Bad Bailey. Cool. Um, We're going to start off with a question or just start real talking? Um, Well, let's go back. So, back. Going back, back? back? Yeah, back, back. (laughs) We'll talk before the gym, PT. Yeah, okay. What, how did you grow up? What kind of... Um... Well, similar to Mick, I was very, um, parents were both very sporty. So they put me into football, soccer, um, in the age of four. So I started playing at the age of four. Um, and last year was when I stopped. So I played all the way up until 22. Um, so like Mick touched base on identity, that's, that was my identity. I, I saw my, I was just that kid in high school that I just want to be a football player. That's all I want to do. No idea, nothing else. Didn't know what to do other than that. Um, I was training five times, six times a week. Um, like we had gym sessions, but it was all purely focused, really just performance for football. Um, and so what changed that and what really made me here is I did my knee. I tore my ACL and a few other ligaments at the same time. So for me, again, like Mick touched base on identity, it was, it was a rude shock to me because I couldn't do what I could what I thought I could only do. At the time, I was like, all I do is football. That's all I can do. And I, all of a sudden, in a blink of an eye, I couldn't do that anymore. And so there was that identity of like, I can't do this. I don't know what else to do. Um, so there was other stuff that was going on at the time where I was like, I don't know. I don't know who I am. I, don't, I went through all that. So it was a big, big life, life lesson there through that. So it gave me more time and opportunity to find myself in other ways. Um, which led me to the gym, to be honest. I was doing my rehab. Um, this is so really I stepped a foot into the gym at the age of 15. Like I said, I was in and out through with the, with the team um, with football, but specifically by myself, signing up to a gym, I was about 15. Um, so I was mo- mainly at the time focusing on rehab and all that type of stuff. 
And then this is when I started watching YouTube. And um, not a word of a lie, the first person I started watching was Chris Bobson. To this day, I still watch him. And then I was looking at all this. I was like, what's all this? This is pretty cool. And then started to fall in love with it. I was like, you know, let's, let's give these weights a go. So I started. And then obviously, like Mick said, you, you, you realize the influence it has of how you feel um, mentally, physically. Obviously, you're starting to see these newbie gays coming in. Again, like Mick said, no idea about nutrition, wasn't optimizing it at all, just having whatever, whenever. Um, but then alone training itself, I still started to see the influence it had. Um, the people around me, again, like Mick said, I uh, had friends saying, oh, let's train. This is cool. Like, you started to train, let's train. And then I started to see results myself, um, which was pretty cool. And then I've, I started studying just the basic YouTube videos and all that, just just soaking up all information I could get um, with, with health and with fitness overall. Um, so I fell in love with the journey. Uh, it was more of a domino effect. I started seeing physical results. I started seeing a bit of... Um, Mentally, stuff improving through there. Um, and then, like I said, it was just more of a dominant effect. I kept seeing these positive things happening and happening and happening and happening, and people asked me questions. And then I still, there was still something missing. Like, okay, I'm getting the results myself. I, I'm feeling good. I'm getting a little bigger. I was with that skinny, scrawny kid. Um, I'm, but then I still was like, okay, I'm getting the results, but there's something missing. I was like, let's, let's take advantage of this more and let's study more. Let's actually go get, like I said, a piece of paper that I can help people. Because people did what, like they were asking questions and I liked the fact that I was helping people. I liked the fact that I was having an impact on, on people or getting them to go to the gym or influencing other people to go to the gym. I, for me, that was like a positive feeling. I liked that. I was like, cool, how can I make this more? How can I improve this? So I got my, I studied even more, got my qualifications and then I really knew, I was like, I want to help people. I want to, learn more. I want to um, give knowledge that I have and that I'm learning to other people to have that impact. And I feel truly my purpose is to help people. Um, but then at the same time, I'm very, very passionate and very, um, what's the word? Um, competitive. So at the same time, I've always, like I said, identity was football. But then what else could I do? So I got my qualifications and then I'm here and I met Mick and I found MPH and Ever since then, everything's really gone up, which is good. Um, now I'm, I'm a physique competitor, which, um, again, the reason why, like Mick, is to understand why, why clients are going through themselves when I, when I coach clients or when I coach competitors. But a little different to Mick, I do actually have a big, 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 big um, passion for it. I do love it. I... I want to see how far I can go with it. I think one of the biggest, one of my biggest fears is wasted potential. Um, so I want to see really how far I can go with it. It's not like I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. It's just a mindset of let's see how far I can go with this. Um, doing doing my best, um, and at the same time, like Mick said, it's it's when once clients do come walk into the door and they have that similar goal, you can connect with them straight away. It's like yeah, cool. You can understand being in the trenches of being in a diet or being a couple of weeks out from show or low on energy, low on this, low on that, but still doing what you need to do. Um, so I feel that's very, very important. So now that's what that's why I'm here today, competing, coaching, um, upskilling as much as I can, and um, improving every day. And then now here we are at the end of the year. Um, excited for what next year has to bring, and for my personal goals it is road to pro Let's so we'll go. see where that, where that happens road to pro hopefully that's what we're aiming to so um i hope that all made sense of why why i'm here and what made me 
be here now. Um, and yeah. Yeah. Any nice. more questions? Um, yeah, I do have a question. So, obviously, tore your ACL and some other ligaments. Any thoughts? Any thoughts of going back, playing again? <laughs> um, I do get this question a lot. Um, it's like my my heart says yes, my brain says, my mind says no. Logically, um, it's, logically, it's yeah. not a smart decision. My surgeon said that it's not a smart decision. My heart, I feel like there's a missing part, and that's always going to be football. Um, mm. There's only so much watching I can do. There's only so much. Like I was even thinking the other week, to be honest, I miss it so much. I, I feel like doing maybe going back into coaching kids into it again. But then I was just thinking again, like oh, it's going to take time from here. It's like my main focus is this, so it's okay. I won't do it. But um, there is a part of me that wants to, but logically no. Especially like I said, if I want to put, see what what I can do with bodybuilding. Um, doing football and bodybuilding, I'd, I, in my opinion, isn't the best thing in the world. Mm. Um, can we? Up, could I optimize bodybuilding more if I didn't do football? Yes. Um, so the question probably would be no. No. Okay. But okay. I hate to say it, but probably no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I guess we kind of know your why as um, why you compete and why you do, you know, your comps. What was your why when you were playing football, and what was the difference between the two? Com- compared to now and then? Yeah, yeah. Um, Chris is waving at us. That's all right. Chris is waving. He, he, Chris, our videographer, waves when time's coming in. But that's all right. <laughs> Keep going. Um, so my why back then was, I'll be honest, I think I was young. I, like I said, I started playing at four. My why, it was, it's a good question when I was younger because I think it's just the passion I had for it at the time. Why I wanted to do it was I just wanted to be the best I could be in football at the time. Mm. Um, there was no reason why to stop it. It built so much friendships, friendships, the community we had. Um, and I was learning. There was, a, there was a certain period of time in a team that I was playing for. It was the hardest coach I've ever had. I built mental, like a, I was improved mentally, physically. So really the why was just passion then. Um, I wanted to be the best footballer I could have. Um, I had opportunities here and there, but then injuries came and then it was just hard. But comparing to now, I think it's the why now is more meaningful. The why I want to do things now is to lead by example. Um, I want the why I want to help people. Why do I have the impact on people? Um, and like I said, I have a very competitive side to me, so I always want to do things. Yeah. I always want to be keeping on edge, even if that's within myself. So it's a, it, the, the, the jump from football to bodybuilding was different because the competitive side was, okay, I'm always – I'm going to be against someone Saturday or I'm training, I'm going to be playing a, playing a game on Saturday. But with bodybuilding, like, you're on stage once a year or tw- a couple times yeah. a year. So it's finding – And most days it's you against you. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it can be a lonely sport, but I don't mm-hmm. look at it as that in a negative way. I love that, to be honest. Um, you learn the most about yourself. I feel there's no better sport than bodybuilding to really learn about yourself and push yourself. Because mm-hmm. it can be a lonely sport. It can be. Um, you have your coach 24-7 to call, but at the end of the day, you like, like Mick said about boxing, once, once the time comes, it's you. Yeah. Um, You've got to do it. Um, so the why I feel now definitely is um, more meaningful because um, it has more impact on people. It has a bit more impact on myself. Um, cause there's things I can learn from bodybuilding and coaching and put it into different aspects of life. I cool. Like um, and I feel that's why it, it's, it's a much more meaningful why now. Yeah. 
So yeah. And when's the when's the next comp for you? Next comp for me, season B next year. <laughs> Watch season out. Season B next year. Um, which will be, I think, end of, end of September yep. around that time. So yeah, yep. building till then. Building till then. So just getting the food in as best I can. This time, like I said, mentioned before, is the best time to get the food in now. And then busy start to the year. So still prioritizing that while we're still managing coaching clients. Going to be a busy one. So just managing things then. And then the time will come. The time will come. Gorilla Bailey. Gorilla. Bailey. <laughs> I like that. Gorilla Bailey. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, Chris did wave, but any other questions? No, that's it from me, cool. Nick. Yeah, no, well, summer, look, guys, and you both actually do this very well. That's what I've seen. Um, like, even yourself, Dana, we've gone into your stuff before in other episodes. But um, uh, is value training, and not just training, is progress. Like, we're in here lifting weights, it's what we yep. do. Mm. And doing things like fat loss phases or doing things like building phases, you learn things about yeah. yourself, but also things you can give to others, lessons. Mm-hmm. And I think you just don't just do that for 12 weeks and stop. You do that continuously. Yeah. You know, Sure, you get sick here or something happens, but on the average, you're always you know, pushing forward. Um, and I think that's credit to both of you. And like I said, the, the gym can change a lot of things. It's a simple kind of concept bit of weights you put it here you lift them up and lift them down you know but it can have a positive impact on your life but it can also help you impact positively on others lives yeah so that's credit to both of you two you're both smashing like you're both comps um, working on yourselves you know and yeah we're not always motivated to train which we'll cover in another topic (laughs) but it is just part of who you are you rock up you get it done you rock up you get it done and that's why you get success in the game you know, yeah. you, sometimes it's not good enough. You may not get a placing if we're talking the concept of, of physique comp, mm. but we do it to always be better, mm. you know, or not get the placing you want. Mm. Um, and I'm just saying, not saying that for you guys, just saying it for anyone. Mm. So, but it's the game of self betterment, yeah. you know. So I, I think you guys lead by example very strong with that. So I agree with that, yeah. Cool. cool. Uh, so, like I said, Chris waved to us. That's usually a sign we've got to wrap it up. Sometimes we, we disobey his orders <laughs> like we have now. But, guys, thank you for tuning in. If you come to the end of this podcast, once again, it's myself, Michael, here, um, Bailey Dana from My Performance Health Personal Training. If you need any help with your health fitness goals, you don't need to be a physique competitor. Obviously, we help physique competitors. But most of our clients, you know, are, are, um, are those that are looking for a little bit more attention to detail with a health, fitness, and body transformation goal. So if you want to learn more, you can reach out www.myperformancehealth.com.au, book in a quick discovery call with our team, and see what we can do for you. Um, we're here to help. So thank you for tuning in. Looking forward to the next episode, guys. Thanks.